Hi, my name is Gabe Arnold. I'm the founder and CEO of Business Marketing Engine. And on today's show, we're going to talk about how to create a steady flow of leads without wasting time and money. If we don't have a steady flow of incoming leads for our business, then it's typically feast or famine. We may get a bunch of referrals in and then we're busy and then we don't have any work. Or, you know, we had something that was working at some level with advertising, but we don't know why. And then it stopped working. These are common problems that we face. And so I'm going to break down some principles that will help you create that steady flow of leads because ultimately that will be the lifeblood of your business. So stay tuned and I'll share this all with you. Over the years, I have had different seasons in business where there's times where I have a ton of leads flowing in early on, especially in the business when I was just figuring out marketing our own business. Um, and there's other times where the lead flow has been lower and I wasn't sure why. And it took a lot of evaluation. It took reflection. It took, you know, testing things to really understand what was controlling that. And it also forced me in a really good way to really break down at a very systematic and process-driven level what was driving each specific result. And we've talked about this on the show before, but I typically look at lead generation at three levels. One is like, first, can we get people's attention and get them to click through? Or can we get them to reply to an email? Can we get them to make a phone call? Can we get them to take that first step we want them to take? Then once they've taken that first step and using more of a digital marketing approach, if we got them to click, can we get them to progress past that landing page to opt in, to give us contact information? Or if we're thinking about somebody reaching out over email or a phone call, can we get them to call and say, here's the need I have, or here's what I need help with and be willing to take the next step in the process? Or if they're replying to an email, could we get them to reply back and then engage in a conversation with us? Um, once we've solved the interest where somebody's going to click an ad or respond to a marketing message and we can get them to give us information and take that next step to opt in, then the third level is really getting people to buy in and engage and make the investment. It's, it's a fairly simple, straightforward process, but sometimes we like to lump things together. I know I have at times just lump everything together and say it's not working. It may not be working, but that's not a very effective way to communicate about it. And so the first thing that we want to do if we want to create steady lead flow is actually evaluate and determine, like, are we not getting any interest? Nobody's engaging or clicking through or responding to anything. Or are we getting people to respond, but they're not fully opting in or not willing to have the next piece of the conversation? Or the, at the third point, you know, are we not communicating value of how we can solve their problems and move them forward? And so they're not willing to invest. There's, there's multiple levels to how we market. Once we've really done an evaluation and, and taken a look at what a client is currently doing, that allows my team and I to then move into market research, which we continue to talk about this, this week for a reason. Because if we understand the true mindset of the prospects, the audience that we're trying to attract, if we understand the problems they want to solve, if we understand the challenges they've had in trying to solve this problem in the past, and we also understand what their ideal outcome is, it's a lot easier to get their attention with that ad, to get their focus and to get them to trust us to take a little bit of time and click through, opt in or make a phone call or join a Facebook group or whatever it might be. And with that foundational 
principle-based knowledge of their true interests and desires and who they are as people, then what we move into is move testing multiple channels um, because there's it's easy to fall into ineffective thinking that says, well, I just need to run Google ads or I just need to run Facebook ads or I just need to do this one thing. In reality, if we're only testing a single channel, we're basing our whole business and all of our success and our security financially on one platform that will change and will break and will have challenges. So once we've done market research with our clients, we help them build out a perfect lead generation funnel, their first funnel, but we actually test multiple channels with it so that we can scale multiple advertising platforms and continue to bring leads in. So that way, if there's a challenge on one platform, we can lean into another one more. And so by testing multiple channels, that also allows us to test different offers because each advertising channel that we get to invest in as business owners, as leaders, as entrepreneurs, there's a different mindset or approach that the prospect is using when they're in that channel. One example to think about is when you open up Google and you start searching for something, you're in an active state of searching to solve a problem. You neither need information that you're looking for, or you're looking for a service or a product, you are in action mode. And so while the cost per click is higher, the conversion and the value of those leads can be higher. If you think about when you're interacting on Facebook, you may be there prospecting and doing business. You could be, but if you think about how you use it personally, you may be just checking out what your friends are doing, or you may be watching interesting videos, or you might be just really relaxing. And so there's a different mindset that's required on that channel. Uh, Alternately, if we think about when we send direct physical mail to somebody's physical mailbox, we're able um, to take a look and say like, can we make this piece of mail stand out? Can we get something physically on our prospect's desk so that they're thinking about this? And then can we make a phone call to follow up on that? Again, there's a different mindset of our prospect based on what activity they're doing, what advertising channel they may be exposed to. And by testing different ones, you can determine which is gonna be most effective and you can build up multiple channels. Once you have that lead flow handled, we touched on this earlier this week as well, but you can make the decision of, do you wanna try to filter people before you have a conversation so that you protect your time? Is that the season of business you're in? Or does it make more sense to take as many conversations as you can and filter in the conversation? It's really a decision that is based on where your business is at, how you wanna facilitate things from a sales you know, conversion standpoint, Um, But being conscious of that allows you to say, you know what, in my case, I would rather have multiple leads all the time and I filter them in a conversation because that fits my business model right now. Or do you want to bring a lead in and then send them some videos and nurture them and make them essentially work through a few filters to have a conversation with you? That takes more sophisticated marketing. It takes customer journey planning. It takes a lot of thought process there. But if that's where your business is and you only want to talk to the most highly qualified prospects, there's a process for that as well. Thinking through how to first create your steady flow of leads um, and then also thinking through what is the best use of your time is ultimately what's going to allow you to save time and money and scale your business in the way that you want to. So today's episode is really just about helping you think a little bit differently about how you're currently marketing and what adjustments you should make. And questions to ask yourself are, do I really understand how many people are seeing my business on a monthly basis through advertising, through other channels? Then ask yourself, how many people are opting in? How many people are taking the next step? How many people am I getting contact information from that saw or heard about our business? And then the third thing to evaluate is, 
once somebody's opted in, how many people are taking the next step to work with us, whether through a paid engagement or some kind of freemium or free offer that you make to nurture people into becoming clients. If you can chunk those things down and evaluate them, it'll allow you to identify where things are broken and where you can make optimizations. If you'd like to take a look at any of that inside your business, I'd be glad to do that with you. You can comment below, shoot me a message, or head over to businessmarketingengine.com and reach out to us there. We'd be glad to have a conversation with you and see how we can help you scale your lead generation so that you're protecting your time. And so ultimately you have a dial you can turn that increases that lead flow and increases revenue for your business. Thanks for taking time to tune in today. And I look forward to seeing you on next week's show.